uh, psychosis. We might have somebody who's in the old terminology bipolar um, or um, have chronic depression. And when we talk about the word chronic, we mean they've had it a very, very long time and they're usually on a lot of medication to try and stabilise them. Now, it's becoming more and more... Um... More and more people are opening up to it, aren't they? I mean, it's always been a, yeah. a, a, a man... Well, they're saying it's a man thing where we don't like to talk. It's difficult mm -hmm. to get it out of men because it's seen as a weakness um, to, to yeah. bear your feelings. Now, um, I'm, <laughs> the mental hospitals that you were on about, the institutions, we have one yeah. at St. Lawrence's in Bodmin. Yeah. I visited... Not prefer, no, I wasn't locked away, right? Let's get it straight. Yeah. Um, I was down to doing some work on, on the place because uh, in my former life, I was a plumber and electrician and we renewed all the <laughs> boilers. And I must admit, I did meet some very, very um, different, shall we say, people down there. Yeah. And it's not that they're different in the way they look or anything like that. It's just that it's the way that they, they look at things, the way their mind works. Yeah. Is that right? And the other one was, yeah. um, oh God, just get into this. Why do they ring me now? Get off. Yeah, sorry, somebody ringing me again. And I told them, <laughs> they seem to forget that I'm on the air at this time. So what do they do? They ring me at this time. And I turned my phone on so I could get some technical help with your phone call. <laughs> so hence I said give me 10 minutes because we had a little bit of difficulty let me explain to listeners a little bit of difficulty when we were first trying to connect to each other um, with the phone line but it's working now mm -hmm. um, but yeah so I apologise for the telephone interfering I've turned it off um, so um, going back to that the other one was um, one in Devon and I actually yeah. had the pleasure of visiting that one as well again not <laughs> not for myself um, but I was a Marine cadet as well, and we did a parade up there. So it was, it was, it was. I, I've seen both both of those institutes, or institutions, and they were not very nice places. I, I'm not blaming yeah. the staff. I'm I'm looking at what they were. I mean, it, yeah. it, they were very plain, or you know, big buildings, and and I suppose well, they've been there for so long. If you think so about long, the time era. If you think about the time era when they were built, they were very similar to the prisons. Yeah. You know, they were designed that once you were in, you were not going to get out. No, it was it. Um, it, it was a sad, a sad life, really. Um, yeah. Now, it's now coming to life that it's affecting ch children more. Um, yeah. The COVID's not helping. Um, no. So. What we do on this radio station, we try and give a a view about... We try to go into more depth than what we got time for today. So hopefully you're going to come back and uh, do something yeah. else with us um, in some future shows. Can I twist your yeah. arm? Absolutely. Good, good, good. See, I like putting <laughs> people on the spot. Um, and when, <laughs> if that's all right with you, we'll go into the different types of mental illness... There is no. But can I ask you what you think mm -hmm. the biggest increase in mental health, whether it's male, female, children, adults, what are you seeing? 
Well, that's a really interesting one. Um, a few years ago, I was interviewed for um, ITV News um, in Meridian. And we were in Portsmouth City Centre. And the two producers who were filming with me said, oh, we're going to be here all day. And it's always going to be the women. And I looked at them both and I said, you need to just watch and see. We'll be done and dusted within an hour. And, and they were like, no, this is never going to happen. Um, but I think it very much depends on the individual and how we approach and talk about mental health. Now, what was really interesting, and, and I was right, we were done and dusted within an hour. <laughs> One in four absolutely refuted they had any connection with mental ill health. One in four was happy to admit that they had direct um, input with their mental ill health. One in four, again, would say that they knew a family member and one in four was willing to support having had mental ill health. And it was not a case of it was mainly women. It was right down the middle. Right. So we have this perception that actually it's, it's more... And again, if you go back to the old Victorian era where they looked at women being quite insane um, and very uh, sort of catastrophizing, excuse my word, um, always um, having this real difficulty in expressing themselves without it being a huge drama... And actually, men have their own dramas. They just do it a different way. But again, in that time area, we had a lot of men in power making the decisions. And so an awful lot of women would be, were put in hospitals, but that is certainly not the case now. And we we just don't have the beds now. We've, we've sorted that out. We've managed to reduce hospital beds so that we're doing far more in the community, so that we're empowering our clients better. There's still a lot of work to be done and we still need to do an awful lot more. But we need to be thinking about more about how to look after ourselves more and empower ourselves more. And part of that is learning to understand ourselves when we're not coping so well with um, life issues. Yeah. Um, do you think there's also the case of... Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the words to say this. People are ignorant to the fact that they have mental health problems? Yes, I think you're right with that. But again, I think you need to look at the history with it. If we've always um, been very negative about mental health, where does that give the confidence for anybody who's struggling a bit to kind of hold their hand up and go, that I'm really struggling and I really don't know what to do, but I just know I need a bit of help. What we've learned is that so many people who are suffering with mental ill health feel terribly alone. Yeah. And because they feel terribly alone, they feel it's their fault. And actually the last thing they want to do when they feel terribly alone and feel very isolated is to be judged negatively. Well, I think a lot of people... So they are... won't want to kind of engage... A lot of people are very good at hiding it, aren't they? they Incredibly this, good. They put this front on where you yep. don't know what's going on behind. I'm good no. at that. I joke a lot. Yeah. <laughs> As you can tell. I'm I think smart. we all are. Yes. But you, you don't know what's going on in the background, do you? 
and when I the think cameras are good, off, as they say. Yeah, I think a very good question that a lot of us do all the time. You're passing somebody in the street. You meet somebody through, you know, a shop door. Um, you're, you're passing each other on the hill with your dog. Hi, how are you? And none of you stop to wait for the answer. But you all answer as you're going along. Yeah, fine, how are you? Yeah, good, marvellous. And actually, that's that one opportunity for you to say, actually, I'm not having a good day. Have you got time? Yeah, I, again, I think um, the age that I am... Um, <laughs> yeah. Knocking on. <laughs> I'm knocking on. Yeah, 65. It, it, growing That's up, it, it, was, it was shown as a, um, a weakness. A weakness, yeah. And men don't... Men aren't supposed to cry. They're supposed to be the strong ones. They're not supposed to yeah. have feelings... They're not supposed to talk to people. They're supposed to keep it all inside. Um, yeah. And do you think it's a generation thing that the younger people are starting to open up a lot more? I think as parents, we're beginning to realise how important it is for us to talk and how we are really striving to encourage our boys to be equal to our girls in expressing how they think and feel. And that's really difficult for a lot of men who are the older generation who are used to keeping the stiff upper lip. But that's what we do. But actually, I think it's down to all of us to remind each other that take away the sex of a person and just think they're a human. We need to be able to express how we think and feel. Yes, exactly the same as what I say about when, when I talk to um, another radio station, that's a BAME radio station um, that we're uh -huh. linking with in Plymouth. Um, I spoke to Tim, who, who runs it, and I said, look, you know, you cut, we may have different colour skin, but if you cut us, we bleed red. It's the same with, with the male and female. You know, it don't matter about your body shape. If you cut yourself, yeah. you bleed red. So inside, all the parts inside are nearly all the same. Mm. Um but it is, it's, it's understanding what mental health is. Um, and it's, it's having patience around somebody with mental health. Because a lot of it's communication problems as well, isn't it? Do you find they get frustrated with not being able to communicate sometimes? I'm I speaking from an autism side. Because I've, yeah. I used to be a, a chair of governors for a school and I was the, I was the, um, the governor responsible for a spectrum disorders unit. So uh -huh. um, I did learn an awful lot from little key stage one children coming in who were f so terrified um, mm. with the communication problems that, you know, and it starts at such a young age. That's the thing that amazed me. It was such a young yeah. age that they had these, these difficulties and these barriers. Yeah. And it must be difficult for you in, in your profession um, because you are dealing with all different ages, different sexes. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, it, it's, not a, it's not an easy job, is it? It's not an easy job, but I have to say, and, and this is obviously my personal opinion, I 
feel very, very lucky to fall into a career that I have loved pretty much most of it. Sometimes um, the mechanisms within an industry are very difficult when you're trying to support clients. Yeah. But the work that I've done with clients has been at times mind-blowing, very exciting, incredibly challenging, but overall I wouldn't want any other career. I've just you know, and I've, from... I've had a lot of students who said over the years, you know, how are you still so passionate about mental health? And it's like, why wouldn't you be? It's a cha- it's forever changing, though, isn't it? Do you um, find it changes a lot? I mean, as I said, you're dealing with... Things come in vogue. Yeah, they're coming out now. The, the, the thing that I yeah. stated on our show, um, or on one of our shows a couple of weeks ago, was that everything's about men's mental illness... That the, the ladies are now starting, they're starting to forget about women's mental health problems, yeah. you know? And now that children, yeah. a big thing was brought in the news yesterday about children's mental health and the support that the government wants to give to children's me- mental health issues after the coronavirus being locked in, not seeing their friends, those type of things, that it sort of like moves, the, go- the governments and that move on but the problems are still there. Yeah. Um, but it's also down to us as people, as a community. And I think we forget to hear that message. And I, I think government forget to give that message. Um, and that's one thing that you and I are really keen to try and promote. You know, it's, it's thinking about how do we empower ourselves as a community so that we can empower ourselves as families and friends. Um, you know, and workplaces. And if we learn, if we're open to learning and understanding about ourselves and we talk about it regularly, even when it's difficult and challenging, actually we then have the power to change it and we'll change it from the grassroots up. Yeah. Um, One thing I will say is that um, during our conversations that we're going to have in the future... Um, and I didn't know how this one was going to go. Most of the time, I'm very well prepared. I joke around and I skylark around and have a laugh. But most of the time, I'm really, really, I do my homework. I do my history. Because it's out of respect. I mean, the least I can do is, is try and grasp what, what some of the things you're talking about. But we've got another uh, young lady who's part of the program, um, my programs, um, now, she suffers with problems, mental health problems. Yeah. And it, yeah. Will be, it will be good because we'll be able to have two sides. Now, she, she sadly, she won't be in the in the uh, studio with us because, again, our interview, when she joins me, it's done on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> and technology's good, but it doesn't allow me to have two conversations at the same time on the phone. Yeah. Um, but it'll be yeah. interesting. In fact, I've had a comment from her. That's interesting. I'm at the doctor's now. Laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it will be good to get the two views of... Yeah. Without... without getting into details of who the person is and what they're suffering from and those type of things, how it comes from being your side of mental health and somebody who is suffering from mental health. And I believe that most of us, in some ways, are suffering 
in mental health, whether it's because of pain, whether it's because, like you said, of trauma, whether it's because of bereavement. Uh, and we're linked also with um, St. Luke's Hospice, that we, are, we have got five uh, bereavement friends here as well to, to help people who <laughs> and are it's quite quite useful really because we're not we're very close within 100 yards of a cemetery so <laughs> yeah um but yeah as i said we, we, we are a proper community radio with um we want to help people as much as we can so it's good that we can get different things coming in if you know what i mean yeah. But trying to understand what mental illness is. You know, we all say... Well, I I think the thing that we really need to get across, um, especially with it being World Mental Health Day tomorrow, yes, and that's why we're doing it, isn't it? Mental Ill- illness is actually those one in four. Yep. You know, when you are deteriorating and deteriorating and deteriorating, um, and for whatever reason, the resources aren't there, um, or that you're just not able to um, get the help that you need. But actually, everybody is experiencing mental health all the time, every second of their life, just as they are with physical health. And if we were accepting of that, we would be 10 times better off in appreciating, looking for the little signposts that indicate that we're not too good at the moment, we're feeling a bit wobbly, a bit vulnerable. Yeah, I'm in total agreement. And a lot of it's down to pressure. Um, There's a lot of pressure on people nowadays um, in lots of different ways. There's a lot of peer pressure that doesn't help. Yeah. uh, But there's also the need for people to be able to know where to go. Where do you go And that's, again, where you and I were talking about this. You know, actually, there's not as many resources as we think there are. So this is a great way of, you know, regularly having these discussions to give out top tips about how to look for things within our own personal lives so that we can learn about ourselves so much better to then be more proactive rather than reactive. And I, I mean, I'll, I'll admit that I hit a wall a few years ago, as we say, we hit a wall. Yeah. Um, I was a workaholic. And then all of a sudden I got disabilities that said, you're not allowed to work anymore. Um, and that yeah. was not good, I must admit. No. Um, so, but I, here we go. I, <laughs> I became a psychologist just for myself, <laughs> just for myself. So that I but you need to, to. Yeah, just to get out of bed, to give myself targets. Yeah. Because otherwise I, I thought my life was over in a sense I was worthless. So, it, yeah. you know, I mean... I can understand, until that time, I never thought of mental health. In fact, it wasn't until last year um, when I, I've got fibromyalgia as well as another illness where I forget things. And so yeah. my wife and my son put me in to have um, a memory check. And I'm going, I'm mental. <laughs> I'm mental. Yeah. Making a joke of it again, you know, um, where they ask you all these questions and then you've got to remember them and... Yeah, well, I, I, I did all right, apart from remember, forgetting one thing. And she, I said to the nurse, I said, I'm not mental then. She went, no. But it was in with her that I actually admitted that, you know, I I thought about just for a tiny, tiny, tiny split second about yeah. committing suicide. 
Just yeah. a tiny, tiny second when I hit that wall. And I, yeah. there was something there, and then I saw, no, I've got other people with me who I need to, if I, if I do that, what's going to happen to them? So the, the other little switch came back on board uh, and, and took me away. But the thing is, and, and sort of said, right, now you've got to get your life sorted out. And hence, I'm, I'm a volunteer, I'm disabled, I'm sat in a, in, in a radio studio, having a great time, and, 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 yeah. and that's what's helping me. But... You know, it, it can happen to anybody. It can be the most happiest, jolliest person, and uh, and a switch goes. Um, yeah. You don't know and how I they're feeling the inside. Is, you don't, and we we do feel very isolated when we're at that point of thinking. We think nobody else knows what this is like. You know, nobody's going to understand me. But there's, there's a few indicators that I just wanted to highlight here. Yes, please. Those people who... Um, have those thoughts it can be terrorizing because where did that thought suddenly come from it just comes out of nowhere doesn't mm. it yeah and i can vote and, for that one yeah and you kind of need to really get to grips with you as to know why would i be thinking that but equally there are some people who are so driven so low in self-esteem who feel there is no light at the end of the tunnel there is no point to this but they usually go very quiet and pretend that everything's all right and then just go and commit the act. And those are the ones that we probably can never save because they just have no... It just happens with no warning. There's no real indicators. But there are lots of people who say, I wish I was dead, or I just don't want to live this anymore, I can't cope anymore. And these people who are highlighting that are the ones that really need a bit more support because what they're really saying is I could cope with life if I wasn't going through this nonsense or this mess or this situation or this abusive relationship and these are the people that really need that extra support to kind of think well how do we problem solve with you to get you out of this negative feeling this negative experience and some people will not get that luxury because you've already identified some people are in a lot of pain. And how do you reduce that pain? You know, and how do you reduce the negative thoughts around it? So again, it's looking for support and not being afraid to ask for support as and when you need it, Mm. but also learning what things can you do that help you to feel more positive. Yeah. And that leads nicely on to one of the things that I've noticed over many, many years. When you're feeling really low or feeling really anxious, you spend so many thoughts and so much time focusing on what's not going well, what's negative in your life, what, you know, why you're feeling so miserable. But if you find a tiny chink of light, a think of an opportunity to change your thinking to, do you know what, I need to spend this much time focusing on how to make myself get out of bed, how to go and have a shower, how to go out and get some milk from the local shop, how to smile at somebody. These are all stepping stones to how you start improving your mental health and well-being. And that's really difficult when we don't hear that message loud and clear from others. And also, the message that it's it's all right to come and talk about it. 
absolutely. And we don't do that enough. No. But you and I are trying to change this. Oh, yes. We will, we will do oh, yeah. our best to try and change yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> now then, what I want to... What I want uh, listeners to do, if um, if you've got anything that you would like to to uh, me to ask Lavinia at any time, please contact us on Facebook Ferndale Community Radio or text us on zero seven four five one two two three four one two. Now, the other way to do it is if you contact me, which is Steve Radio at gmail.com please don't give us any details that may be private because of data protection um, we will do our best to look at it generally and maybe put the questions to Lavinia next time she's on are you alright with that? yeah absolutely yeah. And, and also maybe we might be able to get listeners to contact us during the show next time That'd be really good, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, and they can do that with, the free, with the free text. It don't cost them nothing, so they can text us for nothing, and um, they can also message us on the Facebook pages. Um, but, yeah, please, if you've got anything that you would like to talk to Livin about or you would like me to ask her on your behalf, then let us know, and we will, we will do our best to try and help you and try and point you in the right direction. To, uh, there is help out there. As Lavinia said, it's not, you know, a great lot of help now, so as in resource-wise, but sometimes just a listening ear or just being able to speak to somebody about it helps. Somebody's going to listen. So please do that. Um, I've pinched enough of your time today, Lavinia. <laughs> sorry about that because I'm only on for another 30 minutes. Um, I'm sorry about the, the mess up at the beginning. Um, we will yeah, break right. it up next time by playing a couple of songs, but it was a really, yeah. really interesting subject, and it is a massive subject. And I'm sorry I put you on the place by saying, well, what is mental health? Because, again, it's a <laughs> massive subject, and we may yeah. break it down at other times. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, Absolutely. I'm going to play a song. Don't you put the phone down, please, because uh, I will speak to you off air. Thank you, Lavinia. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Steve. Thank you.